Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, all around the leagues, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Hello, and welcome to the Barnets and the Leeds portion of the Celt podcast. In our Premier Division, the only game of the week is our game of the week. The Bandits 6, Gal Allstars 1. I actually went for a 2 all draw here. Uh, the Bandits have been very hit and miss, especially after their opening day win against Oakwood. They've given a couple of um, walkovers as well uh, this season. Uh, but they respond really well here. Their first game in a couple of weeks. And they put six past Gal All-Stars into the championship. Gal Hornsey nil, AFTV 2. Northwest Wanderers 2. Highgate Albion Reserve nil, And Panathinaikos 4. Panda 2. Now moving down, there's a lot of cup action. But into Division 5, Coneyhatch Athletic 4. North London Panthers 2, into Division 6, Camden Town Athletic 2, EFNS 3, Atletico Grammar 1, Interman Razor 24-5, Millhill Club the Football 2nd 1, Berylix 4-1, into the Cup Action now in the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup, South Tottenham United 2, Enfield United 4, AFC Oakwood 3rd 5, NLR 2, Camden FC 5, Enfield Albion 2, Powerhouse 5, North Atletico 0, Highgate Albion 3rd 10, New Barnet 0, Torfix 3, Anatolian 2, AC Finchley 1, Brotherhood Cosy 5, AFC Muswell Hill 5, Fireside 5, AFC Muswell Hill winning 5-4 and Pens, AFC Oakwood Reserves 0, Barnet Southall 1, Armenian Youth Association 3, AFC Edmonton 5, North London Colts 1, FC Cricklewood 3, after extra time, I don't know why that was it went to extra time when it um, should have gone straight to pens, but we'll move on. Northwest Wolves 2, Torriano 4, Pantera 1, Comi Kabir 1, Pantera winning 4 2 on penalties there. Uh, Shentry Athletic 1, AFC Rose 2, um, uh, marginal win for us, uh, late win for us. We didn't play re- uh, well at all. Um, but I came on at 1-0 and obviously from goal changed the game and uh, we managed to score a late free kick. We weren't at our best but we picked up the win. So moving on, Sopranos 2, Underdogs 0, Whetstone FC 2, Honest Rangers 3, Trent Pot 4, Kadaris Town 1, Nissy 5, London Orient 2, In the into the Premier Cup, AFC Oakwood 3, RT United 1, Horizon 1, Pot rolls 8 into the London Sunday Challenge Cup. Heavy hitters 3, El Valiente 1. The Wrongans 2, Highgate Albion 3. Olympia 4, London All-Stars 3. Beatty Squad 2, Zaza 2. Zaza advancing on penalties there, so a massive scout for Zaza. And Hendon United 6, Mehmet Chikolata 1. In the London Sunday Junior Cup, 11-11-7. Edmonton Rovers 4, 
in the Middlesex FA Sunday Intermediate Cup, Mill Clubs of Football 5, Continental 3, and West London Warriors 0, Grange Park 1. So looking at the fixtures now in the Premier Division, Park Royals take on the Bandits and Zaza take on the Wrongans. Into the Championship, Panda face Horizon, Gower Hornsey take on Panathinaikos, Highgate Albion Reserves take on AFTV. And in my game of the week, what looks like being a very entertaining high scoring battle here as Northwest Wanderers take on Olympia. Both teams have been scoring for fun. Olympia with a very big win in the London Cup this week. I'm going to go for a 4 2 win for Olympia. Into Division 1, AFC Rose take on Peckham Sport, Kadaris Town face Mill Hill Club to Football, Toriano take on AC Finchley. And in my game of the week, North London Athletic top of the table taking on Komi Kabir. Last time these two teams met, North London Athletic came away with a decisive victory. And I think they'll win here again. I think it's going to be a tight 3-2 win for North London Athletic. Into Division 2, AFC Edmonton take on Powerhouse. Trent Park face Grange Park. Anatolians take on AFC Oaks and Reserves. And Sopranos face Northumberland Park Rangers. In Division 3, Brotherhood Cozzy take on Highgate Albion 3rd. Locomotive Thunder take on Whetstone FC. And North London Colts take on FC Cricklewood. In Division 4, AFC Muswell Hill take on Nissey. Arnest Rangers take on Torfic. Camden FC face London Orient. And Highgate Albion Fourth take on Barnet Salsa. Made Villa also take on Underdogs in Division 4. In Division 5, Armenian Youth Association take on Cognac Athletic. Edmonton Rovers take on Enfield Albion. North Athletico take on Northwest Wolves. North London Panthers take on NLR. And Roman Reporters face New Barnet. In Division 6, AFC Rosa take on Atletico Grammar. AFC Oakwood Thirds take on Mill Club to Football Second. Virilic Sport take on Radlett Town and EFNS take on Pantera. Into the Cup action in the Roger Jones Senior Challenge Cup, Ammonia Youth take on Continental. In the Premier Cup, Gower All Stars take on Memetchik Galata and London Wednesday face Heavy Hitters. In the London Sunday Trophy, Bench Views take on Fireside, Enfield United take on FC Leytonstone and RT United face Gospel Oak. In the London Sunday Junior Cup, West London Athletic take on Camden Town Athletic. And in the Middlesex FA Sunday Premier Cup, Abbey take on Highgate Albion. Join us next week where we'll have the fixtures and results in the Barnet League. Hello and welcome to this Essex Sunday Corinthian Football League Roundup. As we finish off the month of October and head into a new month. We start, of course, with our senior division action and top of the table side at the moment are Manford Way, who sit at the top uh, six points clear at the moment with five wins from their seven games played, though the sides chasing behind them do have some games in hand. And that little group of sides chasing is started with Flyhouse Athletic, the only side with a perfect record still in the senior division. And they've won three from three so far, along with some impressive cup performances too, and only conceded the one goal in the league. Just behind them on goal difference is Bay T Squad, who have three wins from their opening four games. That one defeat actually coming to Flyhouse in one of the earlier games. They also sit on nine points alongside fourth place Brook Athletic, 
who also have an identical record with three wins from four games and nine points accrued. Just below them, London All-Stars are one of the unbeaten sides in the division, one of only two now. Two wins and a draw from their opening three games have seen them make a good start uh, with seven points from that, that opening haul. And a point just behind London All-Stars are Hatch Lane, the reigning champion sitting sixth in the table with two wins from opening three, that one defeat being to Bay Tees in the week just gone. Also on six points are Eastway Athletic, with two wins from their opening four games, seeing them up to six points. And they are two points ahead of eighth-placed El Valiente, who have had a bit of a mixed start with one win, one draw, and two defeats from their opening four games, giving them a four-point tally so far. Also on four points, and with an almost identical record, United Dian, also with one point and a draw, uh, one win and a draw, giving them four points also. With games in hand, 10th place Secret will be a side who hope will be hoping to move up the table as things move along, but they've only picked up the one win so far from their opening three games, which sees them collect three points. The two teams currently sitting in the bottom two positions as things stand begin with FC Baller, who have only picked up one draw from their opening six games of the season and what's been a disappointing start for the Dagenham-based side. And bottom of the table are New Club Fly, who have improved their results in recent weeks. Games are certainly getting closer, but five defeats from five sees them uh, the side bottom of the table. We move now on into Division 1, and it's Roos who lead the way here with six wins from six uh, right after from their opening spell of games in what has been a great start to the season for the side based in Hainault. In second place are Fade and Green, just two points further back, also unbeaten, but five wins and a draw uh, as they sit in second place in the two promotion spots. Just below them by one further point are Gantz Hill, another of the division's unbeaten sides, but three draws have really seen them drop off the pace a little in recent weeks. Four wins also, though, can see them um, accrue 15 points and also the division's highest goal scorers with 36 so far. In fourth place are Critics, just the one defeat for the, for the new sides of the league this year. Three wins and a draw sees them sitting on 10 points in fourth place. And that's the same number of points as fifth place Total Football, who have played two more games than Critics, with three wins and a draw from seven fixtures played so far, also with ten points. Three points further back, and with some games in hand, a side who are looking to be possible challengers this year, Barking Riverside. Two wins and a draw from their opening four league fixtures this year, uh, as seen them pick up seven points to date. Below that are three teams sitting on six points. St. Augustine's lead, lead that little pack of teams with six points from their opening six games with two victories. Two victories also for Fife in their first outing in the league, also on six points, as are promoted FC Galaxy, who also have two victories to their name and sit on six points. The bottom four are made up presently of Oceana, who have picked up just the one win from their opening four games. Their, their struggles uh, have continued this year. In 11th place, Royal Lions A, one of the promoted sides this season, have now put two draws on the board in their opening five, but are still winless, uh, just two points to their name so far. The bottom two positions are occupied first of all by Bench Views, who from four games played have just picked up one single draw this season so far to see them sitting on one point in 12th. And in 13th and bottom spot so far, Repton Park, six defeats from six from the, one of the former league champions amongst this group of clubs. A difficult start for the side based in Loughton. We move on into Division 2 now, and leaders Barking and Dagenham Wanderers sit two points clear 
at the top of the table, but did see their, their perfect record come to an end at the weekend, meaning that they've now won six of their opening seven games to give them an 18-point uh, start. In second place, and with a game in hand, which could see them move top of the table were they to win it, AC Milano, five victories and a draw, the only unbeaten side left in the division, in fact, with 16 points. That's, that's four points ahead of Newbury Forest, who are one of the sides that AC Milano have beaten in recent weeks. Uh, four victories and two defeats for their opening uh, spell of the season. They'll be reasonably be pleased with that start and 12 points. Three points further back from that little cluster of clubs is Cloud9. Three victories and three defeats in what's been an indifferent start to the season, but I think they'll be relatively pleased with that return. In fifth place, and with games in hand, Abridge Village, three victories uh, from four games played so far this season, just that one single defeat. If they were to win their games in hand, of course, that will push them right up into third place uh, as things move along. In sixth place, Debden Sports Reserves, a bit of a mixed start, uh, two victories and two defeats, but a massive cup victory at the weekend, beating a side from a higher division. Uh, they sit on six points in the league, uh, sitting at the midway point in the division. A point further back, two teams in fact on five points. East London Harriers sits seventh, one victory and two draws, giving them five points so far in the league. And that's a points tally that's matched by promoted Hyam Hill, who have one victory and two draws, seeing them also on to five points. A point further back, and with a game in hand, Leightonstone Athletic have one win and a draw, giving them four points from their opening five fixtures in the, in the league. With inside success, sitting on three points and one victory, and barking on six defeats from six, the two sides presently sitting in the bottom two. Into Division 3, and a real battle is forming in this division, with four teams going hammer and tong at the top end of the standings. Upshire Forest presently lead the way. The Wolfram Abbey Bay side sitting uh, with five victories from their opening seven games, giving them 15 points. Three points further back, but with two games in hand, Colbert Royals Vets have made a great start following their promotion up, up two divisions. Four victories to their name for Joe Cole's side there, seeing them on to 12 points. And another side on 12 points are United Amateurs, sitting third in the table. Four victories from four, the only side in the division with a perfect start, unbeaten of course. Uh, they sit on 12 points and with a game in hand on the sides above. And in fourth place, Sing Sabah Barking. They were a side who had a perfect record going up to the weekend, just gone. But three victories and now one defeat as they lost to the league leaders at the weekend to lose a little bit of ground on the sides above. But they do have games in hand also, nine points. Alpha sit right at the middle middle area of the table there. Seven points accrued so far. Two victories and a draw along with, along with their two defeats. Sees them having a reasonable start following their move into Division 3. And just below them, Ainsley have had a much better last couple of weeks uh, following up a London Cup victory with a big win at the weekend. Seeing them pick up a second league victory, moving to six points. And only now a couple of wins away from affecting matters back at the top end of the table. In seventh place, our ultimate vision. Uh, had a bit, of a bit of a difficult start to the campaign, but one victory and a draw sees them sit on four points in seventh position, which is the same record almost as Valence United also, with a victory and a draw, but from five games also on four points. The two sides who are sitting in the bottom two so far and being cut adrift at least on goal difference as many, 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 many regards, Corona Redbridge sitting on two points with just two draws from their opening five uh, fixtures, seeing them on to two points. And that's a point ahead of FC Mexico B, who from six games have just picked up the single point. Goal scoring is definitely more of the issue with both of those sides, both scoring at a rate of less than one a game. 
We move on into Division 4 now, and this one is really intriguing with three, three, three teams at the top of the table, all on 15 points. It's led the way by Belfry Reserves, who have a healthy goal difference from their opening five games, which have served them up five victories, uh, which accounts for their 15 points. But second place Warren Senior are also keeping up pace. Uh, they also have five wins from five so far, 15 points, with those two due to meet in the month of November, which could be a telling fixture at the top end of the table. Third place City Site have also got five victories to their name, although that is from six games, one defeat accompanying that to see them on to 15 points also. Just behind, but with a game in hand that could see them move back into contention, are Romford Athletic Dons. Following uh, a good start to the season, they saw their first defeat of the year at the weekend just gone. Uh, four, four victories and now one, one defeat, seeing them on to 12 points for the season. And another side on 12 points are 5th place Eastern Avenue. A side who promoted up a division over the summer. They've picked up four victories and two defeats, which I think they'll be very pleased with following their elevation to this level. Sitting in sixth place after a huge win at the weekend, Horson Wells, having played the most games in the division, two wins and two draws, have seen them move on to eight points uh, and sitting comfortably in the middle of the table. That's three points ahead of seventh place United Borough, who do have a game in hand on Horson Wells, um, but one victory and two draws, three defeats also, seeing them pick up five points from their opening run of games. Byron Red Star have some games to catch up on and they, they have a, a victory and a draw from their opening four games which has given them four points and with games in hand I'm sure they'll be looking to make, make a, a comfortable mid-table run uh, as things progress. Down in ninth place Prospect Protégé are sitting there with three points on the ball, one victory and two defeats from their opening three league games played. That's two points ahead of Ace Athletics who are down in tenth place with uh, just the one draw to their name uh, giving them a single point. And the two sides right at the bottom of the table are Chingford Athletic, who sit in 11th with no points from their opening four games, also finding goal scoring to be a bit of a difficult uh, position there. And in 12th place, Bryman's Park, six defeats from six so far, not having so many problems in the goal scoring stakes there, but defending has been more of an issue. Into Division 5, and it's a, been a good season for Colbert Royals. Their reserves are now top of the table in Division 5, with 18 points from their opening six games, winning all six of those, uh, as you can see. But Mansfield Rangers, another side that are going to be pushed away very easily, they sit in second with five victories and that one defeat coming recently, seeing them on to 15 points, three points behind the leaders. Uh, Raw Lions B are the side to have ended Mansfield Rangers' excellent run at the start of the season. Well, they sit third with four victories and two defeats so far, giving them 12 points in the league. And are certainly a side I think are going to impact things at the top end of the table. Down in fourth place are Dagenham Rangers with four victories from their opening seven fixtures so far this year, giving them 12 points uh, as they start to look upwards. And in the middle of the table, Mayfield Kings, a side who have made... Uh, an indifferent start, but certainly an improved position from last season with three wins and three defeats from their opening six games and nine points their tally to date. That's three points ahead of sixth place Ultimate Vision Reserves who have picked up two wins from opening six games, giving them six points in the league. And it's also six points for Manford Way Reserves who do have a couple of games to make up on the sides above. Two victories and two defeats, giving them six points also. Three teams sit at the bottom with uh, a, a, a win and three points each. And those three teams are Lonsdale, 
with that one victory from six. Titans with one win in five. And Debden Sports picking up their first win at the weekend, seeing them move level on points at least, but goal difference seeing them at the bottom of the table. We move on now into Division 6, and this one saw the two teams at the top of the table go to battle at the weekend. Young Royals now clear at the top, and the only unbeaten side left in the division as they beat second-place Valence United reserves at the weekend just gone. Young Royals sit top by that point, sitting on 19 now, with Valence United reserves with 18, both having played seven games. That's going to be a battle to, for, throughout the season, I am sure. Epping Royals could come back into the frame here. They sit in third, six points adrift, but with a game in hand, four victories uh, from their opening six games, and what's been a good start for the Epping base side there. And the other team with Epping in the title, Epping Forest Falcons, have gone on a bit of a down, downturn since their early September form, but they still sit fourth with three victories and a draw, with them on 10 points, and again with games in hand on those above. Also on 10 points are Ridgeway Rovers, who did drop a couple of places at the weekend because of their defeat at Epping Royals, but three victories and a draw sees them on to 10 points in a fairly comfortable start to the campaign. In 6th place are Havering Palace, who have picked up 3 victories from their opening 7 games as they secure 9 points on the board from their opening run of fixtures. Uh, 9 points is also the same tally that Royal Lions C in 7th place have secured, with a game in hand however on Havering Palace, 3 wins from their opening games there also sees the Lions sitting on 9 points. Two teams sit on 6 points in 8th and 9th respectively, starting with Zone 4 Athletic, who have two victories from their first six, as do Ping City Phoenixes, also with two, two wins from six, an almost identical record with goals scored being the only differentiator between those two. And the two sides at the bottom of the table, London Legacy with three points, just the one victory so far for the Newby Park base side there, with the side bottom of the table being Warren United with just one draw to their name from their opening seven fixtures. And that brings to a close our November roundup for the Essex Sunday Corinthian Football League. We look forward to bringing you more next month. For now, if you'd like to find out more information, visit our website, www.escfl.co.uk. Goodbye, everybody. Division 2 now. HL All-Stars faced off against Sunday FC. In the first half, Sunday FC were 2-0 up. HL All-Stars come out all guns blazing and managed to get the victory 5-4. Unlucky to Sunday FC, they haven't had a great start to the season and they just seem to get there. Then their heads drop and just unfortunately, they just haven't had a great start yet. But as we all know, anything can happen in football and hopefully their results turn around. But another good win for h All-Stars. Next up, Limited Pros faced off against Gladstone Wanderers. That happened to be a 4-4 draw. So a point each. Next up, the Gun FC faced off against AFC Selwyn. From what I heard, AFC Selwyn unfortunately didn't have a lot of players. They only had nine players, but given their due, they still went out. They tried their best, but unfortunately, up against a strong team like the Gun FC, it just wasn't their week, and the Gun FC managed to win 11-1. Yes, you heard me right, 11-1. We move on to Division 3.
now. So first up, we have Bow Badgers first, who faced off against Millfields. Millfields managed to gain the three points, winning 3-1. Next up, we have Docklands FC, who faced off against the Wenlock. At half-time, it was 1-0. Neither team seemed to do anything in the second half, and the result remained 1-0. So that's a point each, 1-1 one, one draw. Next up, FC Wood Green faced off against Fish Island. Fish Island just managed to get the win, beating FC Wood Green 4-3. Next up, Victoria Park Football Club faced off against Delta Athletic. Delta was 1-0 up at half-time, managed to get another three in the back of the net in the second half. Delta Athletic beat Victoria Park Football Club 4-1. Next up, FC Carpety faced off against Wojak Sunday. It was 3-0 at half-time, which is a very good score for the first 45 minutes. FC Carpety come out strong in the second half, beating Wojak Sunday 5-3. Also, we have a level 11 in the London Sunday Junior Cup, which was rescheduled for this Sunday. They faced off against Edmonton Rovers first. At half-time, a level 11 were 4-2 up. They managed to get the victory, beating Edmonton Rovers 7-4. Well done, Eleven Eleven. You're through to the next round of the London Sunday Junior Cup. Fixtures for next Sunday, which is the 6th of November. Covering in November already. Not long and it's going to be the Christmas break. I don't know about anybody else, but I haven't even started my shopping yet. Oh, it's going to be crazy. But anyway, back to football. So first up, we have Badu FC, who will face off against Dognake. That's going to be a tricky game for Dognake, especially where Badu have been on fire this half of the season. So good luck to Dognake FC. And let's see if Badu can keep up their strong victories. We see Krondu, who will face off against FC Moldova. That's going to be quite an interesting game, actually. They've both had a mixture of results. I know Crondall was off last week. So let's see if they're ready and raring to go. Next up, FC Neva will face off against Kingfisher. That's going to be an extremely difficult fixture for Kingfisher. As we all know, FC Neva are a very, very good side. They've been in the Prem Division for over eight years. Kingfisher are a new team to the Hackney and Leighton League and also a new team to the Prem. So let's see if they can... Do an upset and beat FC Neva or if FC Neva will show why they've been in the Prem for so long. And lastly in the Prem, we have Hackney Borough who will face off against Mandizi FC. Tricky one for Mandizi FC, but maybe coming off of a win last week might have boosted their confidence. And let's see if they can put a halt in Hackney Borough's victories. We have Diff 4 now. Football Club 22 will face Community Road. They've both had interesting games this season, Football Club 22 and Community Road, so that should be an interesting one. Next up, Gorillas will face Burbeck. South London Sharks will face FC Mundial. Then we have three Dickie Davis Cup rounds. We have East London versus Bow Badgers. London Jaguars will face the Wenlock. And Lymore Gardens will face the Gun FC 2. Division 1 now. We have Boundary Estate will face off against Mateo. That should be a very interesting game. Boundary Estate 
very good start to the season. Mateo have also had a good start also. That would be an interesting game. CSM London will face off against Hackney Spartans. Navarino FC will face off against Hakwenyi. Stoke Newton will face Azteca. And Stratford Juniors will face Lucia All-Stars. Hi everyone, as you all know it's April here from the Hackney and Leighton Sunday League. A lot of results to get through and even more fixtures to get through for next week. So let's get started. I'm going to do the same as what I did last week and start off with Division 4 instead of Prem. So first up we had Burbeck Orient who faced off against Maynell. At half time Burbeck Orient were 2-0 up and unfortunately Maynell couldn't do anything in the second half and Burbeck Orient scored another two goals making it a 4-0 victory and another three points for Burbeck. Next up, Community Road Football Club faced off against B. Bow Badgers. 0-0 at half-time. Second half must have been a screamer of a 45 minutes because B. Bow Badgers managed to get five goals. Community Road only managed to get two. So that's the three points to B. Bow Badgers, winning 5-2. Next up, we have South London Sharks who faced off against East London. South London Sharks were 4-1 up at half-time. East London, I don't know what they give their players at half-time, but they managed to come out and secure a draw. So that's one point each, 4-4 four, four for South London Sharks and East London. Next up, we have the Gun 2, who faced off against London Jaguars. It was 1-0 at half-time. I can imagine the half-time talks for both of these clubs was intense. London Jaguars managed to get the victory, beating the Gun FC 2-3-2. Two, Next up, we have a postponement, unfortunately, with Limewell Gardens and Gorillas FC. That game had to be postponed, so that will be played at a later date. And then we had a Dickie Davis Cup round with FC Mundial and Football Club 22. Unfortunately, that was an away walkover. So good for Football Club 22 as they're through to the next round. But unfortunately, FC Mundial couldn't get a team out. And now they're out of the cup. Hate to see when things like that happen. But that's the way football goes. Division 3 now. We have Athletic who will face off against World Jack Sunday. Docklands will face 11-11. FC Wood Green will face CSM London Reserves. And then we have two Dickie Davis Cup brands on the 6th. Which will see London Jaguars face off against the Wenlock. And Millfield will face Fish Island. Division 1 results now. First up, we have Azteca, who faced off against Navarino. Azteca were up 2-1 at half-time. Navarino managed to come back in the second half, gain a point with a 2-all draw. CSM London faced off against Lucia All-Stars. CSM London were 3-0 up at half-time. They didn't take their foot off the pedal in the second half and they managed to get the three points by beating Lucia All-Stars 8-1. Mateo FC faced off against Stoke Newton FC. Mateo got the three points by beating Stoke Newton 3-2. Then we have North East Lions who faced off against Stratford Juniors. North East Lions managed to get them three points which was vital by beating Stratford Juniors 3-1. Unfortunately, sadly to say, another postponement in Division 1. 
which was Hatley Spartans who were due to face Boundary Estate. So that fixture will be played at a later date. And lastly, we have our Premier Division. So first up, Dognake faced off against Mandizi FC. Mandizi have had a bit of a slow start to the season. Same as Dognake and Mandizi were victorious by beating Dognake 2-0. Next up, we have FC Moldova, a new team who faced off against Hackney Borough FC. They always knew that this was going to be an incredibly hard game for them. And Hackney Borough come out beating FC Moldova 2-1. Next up, we have FC Neva who faced off against Badu FC. Badu have had an amazing start to the season. And this Sunday was no different. They beat FC Neva 3-1. Next up, we see Kingfisher, who faced off against City East FC. City East FC managed to get the three points, which is vital to them, by beating Kingfisher 4-2. Next up, Division 2. AFC Selwyn will face off against Keys Athletic. Atletico DFZ will face off against Clapton Community. That should be a very good game, both strong teams. Gladstone Wanderers will face off against Caledonian Park. HL All Stars will face off against Boca. The Gun will face Sunday FC. Hopefully, Sunday FC can gain something this week. But as we all know, especially coming uh, coming off of sorry an 11-1 victory last week. That will be an interesting one. And we have Stoke Newton Youth in the London Under-18 Sunday Cup. They will they are the away team, sorry, against Norseman Youth Under-18. So good luck to Stoke Newton Youth, rep it for Hackney and Leighton. Good luck. We'll all be thinking of you. As I said earlier, we're coming up now very soon to the Christmas break. So I thought... I seem to run down all the results and all the fixtures and I just give results. So for people that haven't looked on the full time, haven't checked, especially if you don't really know the Hackney and Leighton League or you don't really know the teams, I thought, why not just give you a little idea of how the tables are looking based on Sunday's results. So Division 4, we have sitting at the top FC Mundial, who have played 5, won 4 and drew 1. And then we have London Jaguars, who have also played five, won four, drew one. But they're just sitting at second because of FC Mundial. I've got them on the goal difference. So they're both sitting at 13 points. Then on third, we have the Gun FC 2, who are on 12 points. And then we have third, fourth, fifth and sixth, all on nine points. So that's the goal difference that gets to them. Then we have, sitting at 7th, who's on 8 points, 8th, 7 points, Burbeck, who are sitting at 9th, are on 6 points, South London Sharks are on 1 point, and unfortunately, Maynell and Gorillas both sitting at 0 points. So that's Division 4 table. Just to do a quick rundown, starting from the top, FC Mundial, London Jaguars, then The Gun, FC2, then Bebo Badgers, then Community Road, Lymore Gardens, East London, Football Club 22, Burbeck Orient, South London Sharks, Maynell and Gorillas. 
Division 3 table now, so sitting at the top is FC Carpety, who have played 6, won 4 and drew 2, sitting at 14 points. Docklands are second, who have played 4, so they've got 2 games in hand. They've won 3, drew 1 and they have 10 points. Also, Millfields are sitting at 10 points. CSM London, 9 points. Delta, 8 points. The Wenlock, 7 points. Also sitting at 7 points is Fish Island. Then we have Wojak, who's on 6 points. A Lever 11, Victoria Park and Bow Badgers all sitting at 3 points. So the goal difference seems to be vital for them. And then unfortunately sitting at the bottom is FC Wood Green, who has 0 points. Division 2, sitting at the top is the Gun FC on 12 points. They have played 4 and won all 4. And sitting at seconds, we have Clapton Community, who have played five, so the Gun have got a game in hand on them. They're on 11 points. And we have Caledonian Park, who's on 10 points, along with Limited Pros, who are also on 10 points, but Caledonian Park have got a massive goal difference compared to Limited Pros. Then we have HL All-Stars, who are on 9 points. Boca, who are on 8. Atletico DFZ, who are on 7. Keys, that are on 6. Gladstone that are on four, Stoke Newton Youth that are on three, AFC Selwyn that are on two, and unfortunately sitting at the bottom is Sunday FC with zero points. Next up, Division One sitting at the top is CSM London who are on 15 points, and second is Boundary Estate who are on 12, along with Mateo who are also on 12, but Boundary's goal difference is massive, so Mateo needs to score a lot more goals. If they want to catch them up. Azteca are sitting on 10 points. Hakwenyi are sitting on 9. Navarino, 7. Hackney Spartans, 6. North East Lions, 5. Stratford Juniors, 3. And Stoke Newt and Anusha All-Stars both at the bottom on 1 point each. Lastly, we have the Prem Division. So sitting at top is Badu, who are on 12 points. And second is Hackney Borough, who are on 10 points. FC Neva, who are on 9, along with Crondall, who are also on 9. City East are on 8. Mandizi, who are on 6. Middlesbrough are on 4. Kingfish and Moldova, both on 3. And Dognake on 2 points. It's actually quite interesting now that I've run through the tables of just how close a couple of the divisions are. I mean, even though, say, Top might be sitting at 12 points and sixth might be on six points they could easily quickly jump up to first and first could quickly drop down to fifth or sixth so they are very very tight so each week is crucial for the three points for the major goal differences it's going to be interesting i'll do another rundown of the table after the christmas just to see where some of these teams whether they've stayed at the top or whether unfortunately they haven't been consistent and they go down to the bottom but that's it for the Hackney and Leighton Sunday League this week. I look forward to giving you all the rundown of all the fixtures that I've gone through next week and to give you even more fixtures for the following week. Take care, everyone. And as we say, anything can happen over the marshes. Game on. Hello, it's Joe doing the Hearts Advertiser Sunday League section of the Celt Podcast again. Sorry I missed last week, I was away on a stag do. Um, but yeah, fully recovered now. And yeah, I'll go through this, uh, the week just gone's results. Um, 
and the uh, yeah next week's current fixtures. So yeah, um, no Premier League action uh, this week just gone, but um, it's a starting straight with Division One. Uh, Saints FC nil, Brooklyn's Park three. Brooklyn's Park ticking on really really well. Um, just seems to be beating everyone at the minute. So fair play to the boys down there. Uh, Wellingard and United two, the Ball FC one. Wellingard United another team, another team that they've uh, they've started the season quite well. The ball just it's just not going for them. It's just not working at the minute. I, I really thought they were going to win the league. But I think I saw on the socials they're struggling to get the numbers. A few debutants this week, but hopefully they turn it round over there. And then uh, Wheat Hampstead uh, uh, Wanderers 1, Harpen Colts Old Boys 4. Um, on to Division 2, Harpen Colts Old Boys Reserves 2, Oceans 11 6. Uh, Pinewood have got a home walkover against Garden City FC. So Pinewood. Still doing well, remain top, and unfortunately, Garden City FC have folded. Um, I see on the, on its, um, on um, Twitter, they've uh, they just can't get the numbers, which is a shame. Uh, but there is a few players up for grabs there, which I know, they've got some good players over there. So I know a few teams have tried to poach them, but always sad to see a team go. Uh, Wellham Warriors one, Hatfield Seniors two. On to Division Three, uh, Borehamwood Social Three. Uh, Welling Warriors reserves five, um, Phoenix reserves one, TNF one, uh, Stratford Arms reserves four, Hearts Fets five. I, you know what? I, I don't quite know how we lost this game, four two up with uh, with half an hour to go. I just yeah somehow lost. Um, uh, wrestlers three, Auburn Dynamo three. Um, Division four, Auburn Dynamo reserves four. Monday Night Football Club, three. I think that's the Auburn Dynamo Reserves' first points of the season. So well done to the boys down there. Brooklyn's Park Reserves, 10. Cub FC, nil. Big, big result. It's their second dub, uh, double-digit haul this season for the Reserves at Brooklyn's Park. Well done. Hatfield Senior Reserve, two. Uh, Mermaid Reserves, five. Um, and into Division 5, we've got uh, Royston Rangers Reserves, two. Phoenix, A, two. Um, and St Albans Warriors 2, Rose and Crown Mosquito 7. Um, OK, we had quite a lot of cup action this week, starting with the Intermediate Cup. We've got Six Bells Reserves 2, the Wrestlers Reserves 5. Bit of a shock result there, I'd say, there. But, um, yeah, good result for the boys at Wrestlers. Uh, St Albans Eagles 3, Royston Rangers 4. Uh, Royston narrowly going through against lower league opposition. Welling Rangers nil, St George's 1. Okay, so into the Deacon White Champions Cup, the second round of fixtures. Um, we've got Borehamwood Rovers 2, Club Luzi 2. Good, you know what, it's a good result for Borehamwood. I know Club Luzi did relatively well last season in the um, the National Cup, so it's a good draw there. Um, fire, uh, fine Stay 2, Stratford Arms 3. You know what, it's, it's a very bittersweet win. Um, which, uh, it's a great, great result against the team uh, who are top of the Burkhamsted League, won every game this season. But we only had 10 men, which you can look at it as a good thing. We beat a team of 10 men for the whole game. But the fact we had three no-shows um, is a bit uh, a bit worrying. So we do need to work on that. Um, yeah. Um, Floundon 6. Oh, it's not even for my league. Forget that. Um, okay. Also, Karen Pulis, two, Six Bells, one. A good, good result for Karen Pulis, but it's good to see Six Bells, their game's getting a bit more competitive now because they were just getting uh, getting battered, it seemed, every week. Um, and also, Plough and Harrow, one, Saints Joe's, four.
Um, in the Junior Cup, Haddam Rovers, Yellows 2, London Colony United 2, Haddam Rovers winning 4 3 on penalties. Uh, XL 4, Hilltop 3. Oh, and I don't know how this has escaped it. That's in the Knockout Cup. And then that, another game in the Deakin Whites Cup, it's Scoobridge 3, FC Victoria 0. Okay, on to the fixtures. Uh, one Premier League game this week, Hilltop against Plough and Harrow. In Division 1, just the one game again, Saint, uh, Saints FC versus Hobbs and Colts Old Boys. In Division 2, Hobbs and Colts Old Boys Reserves versus XLFC. Pinewood versus Ocean's Eleven. And Six Bells Reserves versus Garden City FC. No, that game won't go ahead because Garden City if I would have so scrapped that last one. In Division 3, just the one game, TNF versus Hearts Vets. In Division 4, we've got Auburn Dynamo Reserves versus Mermaid Reserves. Brookman's Park Reserves versus Welling Rangers. And the Wrestlers Reserves versus Royston Rangers. In Division 5, we've got Rosencrown Mosquito versus Phoenix A. And St Albans Eagles versus Moortown. Okay, we've got a bit of County Cup action, the Senior County Cup this week. Uh, Bournemouth Rovers against Ware Hearts from the um, East Hearts Corinthian League. Lord Hague versus Stratford Arms FC. Again, from the East Hearts Corinthian League. And Phoenix, uh, first team against Hearts Prods. Again, from the East Hearts Corinthian League. Um, so good luck to all three Hearts advertising teams in that. Hopefully we get three teams in the next round. In the Intermediate Cup, Hatfield Seniors versus Monday Night Football Club. Stratford Arms Reserves versus Auburn Dynamo. The Wrestlers versus Wellen Warriors Reserves. And Wheathampton 39 versus Royston Rangers Reserves. In the Junior Cup, we've got Bournemouth Social versus St George. Um, in the Knockout Cup, we've got Mermaid versus Forever Young People, Patson Rovers versus Player Packs, and Wellham Warriors versus Brooms Park. In the Challenge Cup, we've got Scoobridge versus Little Heath, The Ball versus Six Bells, and Wellingard United versus Wheat Hampstead Wanderers first team. Okay, that's everything for me. Thanks a lot. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. Match arc. Welcome to this week's Maidstone and Mid-Kent Sunday Football League section of the Selk podcast. And we've got a bumper set of cup results to round up. But first we have three league matches, starting with Division 1. There saw Goudhurst United travel to Aylesford Reserves and return home with three points following their 4-1 victory. Goals for Goudhurst came from James Found, Matt Seal and Johnny Reardon, plus an own goal. Barming Youth won 5-3 at home to East Morning Reserves. Keaton Vans got a brace for Barming, along with goals from Ben Daly, Peter Reapmer and Lewis Saunderson. Daniel Packman, Anthony Scarper and Liam Budgen netting for Morling. Vinters suffered a 4-1 home defeat to Coxie from Farley in Division 2. The Vinters' goalscorer isn't known, whilst the goals for Coxheath were from William Humphrey, Daniel Skinner and Jamie Tree. On to the cup action and the President's Cup Group A. First up, the game between East Morning and Artois United, 
and this was expected to be tight and so it was with Artois winning 1-0 with the winner from Reagan Cork in the 26th minute. East Morning losing Jack Bray to a red card not helping their cause to try and win this one. Harry Paternoster got on the score sheet again for Rubicon this week but not enough to stop them falling to a 3-1 defeat at the hands of K-Sports as Kay Butler also continues to find in it, this time with a hat-trick to take sports through. Snodland Town needed penalties to defeat Aylesford after they shared four goals equally in normal time. Reese Smith and Lewis Tompkins for Town before winning 4-1 in the shootout. The final game in Group A saw Whitehorse progress thanks to their 5-2 win over Leybourne City. Goals for Whitehorse from Tom Woolen. Jake Chapman, Liam Stone, George Young and Bryn Passy, whilst George Davies knitted for City. In Group B, Invictus Sunday progressed with a 3-1 win at Eccles. James Tasker, William Terry and Rowan Ferguson for Invicta and Glenn Moynes with the Eccles goal. Lane Valley joined them in the draw with a 4-0 home win over Disaminers. Will Gentle, Brandon Holdsworth, Andrew Skinner and Thomas Wallace with the goals. Maidstone Kestrels won 5-3 against IGS with goals from Jason Harvey, Rio Maxwell and a brace from Matthew Harvey. Christopher Gilbert and George Payne with the goals for IGS. Parkwood Jupiter make the draw with a 4-3 win away at Maidstone Tempest. Goals for Jupiters came from Mike Allen, Nicholas Fullerton, George Musgrove and Richard Winter who also picked up a red card. Bradley Brooker, Joe Bruce and Scott Prudence got the goals for Tempest. Sutton Valance joined them following their 3-2 win over Park Royal. Valance scorers not known whilst Phil Griffiths and Oliver Ruler scored for Park Royal. In the final game in Group B, Yielding and Laddenford Reserves make the draw as they won 3-0 away at Walnut Wanderers. A Jacob Donne brace and Edward Fuller goal takes them through. As it's the last Sunday of the month, let's have a look at a roundup of the league tables and the leading scorers. And we'll start with looking at the league tables now. And East Morling topped the Premier Division with their 100% record and 12 points from 12. They are closely followed by Artois United, also with a 100% record and 9 from 9. At the other end, Langley and Barming are both looking for their first points of the season. Division 1 leaders are Snodland Town who have made the step up with ease, although have White Horse on their tail who have a 100% record and yet to taste league defeat this season. Last season's winners Aylesford Reserves are struggling at the wrong end of the table in 7th, whilst Leybourne Angels are looking for their first win of the season. New Boys Eccles lead Division 2 and are unbeaten with 3 wins from 3. Park Royal are level on points in 2nd but played 2 games more. IGS and Minter at the other end are still searching for their first points of the season. Kent Sands United lead Division 3 with 10 points from a possible 12 and unbeaten. Then Valley are second having played a game less and not dropped any points yet this season. Elsewhere, Yielding and Parkwood are still looking for league points. Now the Golden Boot and the shootout for the Premier Division is shaping up to be between Kane Butler of K Sports and Mackenzie Gardner of East Morning. Kane with 17 so far and Mackenzie on 14. In third is Stefan Florio of United 1948 on 7. J 
Jack Marshall of Snodden leads Division 1 with 13, Liam Stone of Whitehorse with 6, and Jordan Kosa of Leybourne City on 5. Jamie Sherlock of Leybourne is leading Division 2 with 6 goals, followed by Harry Amundsen of Park Royal with 4, and Adam Budd of Eccles with 3. And then the top 3 in Division 3 all come from Len Valley. Jason Parsons is in top spot with 14, followed by Brandon Holdsworth with 9, and Matthew Spry also on 9. Now to look ahead to the first fixtures of November, and in the Premier Division, Aylesford Sunday face Langley Athletic. K Sports take on East Morling, and Rubicon face United 1948. In Division 1, Barming Youth are at home to Snodland Town. Laybourne Angels travel to Geldhurst United. And Laybourne City host East Morning Reserves. Division 2 action sees IGS and Minter play each other looking for their first points of the season. Seeing if something will give there. Laybourne host Vinters. Park Royal CSSC take on Eccles Sunday. And Yielding and Ladford travel to Sutton Valence. Division 3 sees Ditton Miners at home against the leaders Kent Sands United. Maidstone Kestrels host Invicta Sunday. Len Valley travel to Maidstone Tempest. And Yielding and Lanford Reserves take on Parkwood Jupiters. In the Challenge Cup, one tie and it's Artois United are at home to Whitehorse. That's it for another week and a roundup of all of our action. Look forward to bringing you bang up to date again same time next week. Until then, hope the ball runs kindly for you all. This is the Metropolitan Sunday League show, part of the Selk podcast all across the leagues. Talking you through the results of last week and the fixture for the weeks coming up. Starting with the results from last week, which is the 30th of October. In the Ron Pope Premier, GSPL got an away win against MBK. Brockley Athletic got an away win against FC Croydon Town first. In the John Pitt Senior, R2J Neil, Duke FC 3. United Ballers 1, Greenwich Park Rangers 6. Zavalas versus the Peoples postponed. In Division 1, Wonder Oak Neil, FC Charlton 4. Rosen Crown 3, South West Foxes 0, South London Athletic 3, Borden Sports 5, Southside Trojans 2, FC Rondo 3. In Division 2, Bromley Road 5, Avery Hill Athletic Reserves 2, Catford FC 1, AFC Cell 5, New Life United 4, Orpington Athletic 1, and Blackwood Senior Black Vault, Petswood Senior Black Vultures 2, Red Lion Shooters Hill 1. In the Bill Bracedead, Dead Valente got a walkover against FC Croydon Town Reserves. In the Ted Holder, South London Doves 1, Lions United 10. In the County Cup, Castle Hill 4, Lambert Four Star Reserves 3, FC Armstead 3, Haywood United 0. Lambeth All-Stars 1st Team 3, Los Tianos 2. That's the results 
for the 30th or the 10th. Come on to the fixtures for this week. In the Ron Pope Premier. Dia Valente versus AFC Croydon Town. GSPL versus Joger FC. Lestianos versus MBK. In the John Pitt Senior. Greenwich Park Rangers versus R2J. Duke FC versus Lambeth All Stars. The Peoples versus AFC Croydon Town Reserves. In Division 1, FC Rondo versus Rising Crown. Lions United versus South West Foxes. Thames City Blues versus Honor Oak. Avery Hill Reserve Athletic versus AFC Cell. Haywards FC versus Red, uh, Red Lion Shooters Hill. In the Ampets Wood Black Vultures versus Bromley Road. Avery Hill game, Haywards and Petswood all in Division 2. Also in Division 2, South London Doves versus Orpington Athletic. In the Bill Braisted, Kidbrook Kings versus Golden Eagles. United Ballers versus Broccoli Athletic. Zavalas versus Duke Clarence. In the Ted Holder, Catford FC versus AFC Charlton. And in the Kent County, Rosen Crown versus SC Niners. And in the Ted Holder also is Borden Sports versus Southside Trojans. That's all for this week. Hope you all have a safe time. Keep safe. Enjoy the game and see you next week. Bye. Welcome to the Watford Sunday League podcast for games played on Sunday the 30th of October. This week, it really was a case of goals, goals and more goals on Sunday as the league's 17 league and cup games produced a remarkable 114 goals, an average of almost seven goals a game. In the Premier Division, St Joseph's remained top of the table after they came through against Old Falarians, winning 8-4. Joes only had a two-goal lead at the halfway point, before going three ahead early in the second half, before Falarians pulled it back to 3-2. Then, five goals put them in the driving seat, prior to Falarians pulling back two late goals. Lewis Smith and Liam Smythe each netted a hat-trick, with Taylor Cobb and Ronnie Blagden also on target for St Joseph's. Charlie Haley hit a double for Falarians, supported by single strikes from Hammy Tamplin and Thomas Gwinchmere. North Watford are two points behind Joes in second place, with a game in hand, and are still yet to suffer a defeat a defeat this season in the league. They beat WD Bushy 3-2, who had enjoyed an impressive start to the top flight. WD built on that platform by taking an early lead against the defending champions, when a defensive error allowed Daniel Flanagan to net. North Watford struck back, taking a 2-1 lead before the break. First through Gherkin Gockman, after the WD keeper could only fumble a Daryl Brown free kick. Then Jamie Spear curled an effort into the top corner. 
Rhys Cameron made it 3-1 thanks to an effort from around 35 yards out. But WD never gave up and pulled a goal back when Hamiz Ali set up Joshua Gwyn Living to score with a volley from the edge of the 18-yard box. Along with North Watford, the only other unbeaten team in the division are Evergreen, as they drew 2-2 with Casterby Rangers. Rangers went ahead early on when Corey Bottom was found by Aidan Leslie and scooped the bowl over the top for Elliot Burr. Evergreen thought the danger was averted as a centre-back headed home to the keeper, but Burr snuck in and athletically slid in to nick the ball around the keeper before he was able to claim it. In the first minute of the second half, substitute Ryan O'Sullivan had an instant impact when he intercepted a back pass and slotted in from the tightest of angles. He then gave Evergreen the lead when he finished after a well-constructed pass move down the flank. But it was not enough to give his team all three points, as Cassabri drew level ten minutes from time when Sam Mortimer laid the ball off for Corey Bottom, whose cross was flicked on by Rob Ladmore into the bottom corner. In Division 2, Sparta Phoenix registered a first win of the season with a thumping 4-0 win over third-placed West Hearts. Craig Putman struck twice with goals each for Lewis Moore and James Lefray. In Division 3, Inter went to the top of the table as they beat previous leaders Woodside Reserves 4-2, with James Oldham with a double and a goal each for Dan Kenner and Chris Stead. The Woodside replies come in thanks to a goal from Dane Weimar and an own goal. Everett Rovers are in second place as they made it three wins from three and they put ten goals past Brickettwood Acorns in a 10-3 victory. They actually went a goal down in the opening ten minutes before hitting back in a deadly fashion as Leo Broom struck four times, William Powell twice, Charlie Frost, Ben Hills, Reese Dibsdale Hatch and an own goal put them well ahead. Alex Michael, Jack Micklewright and Charlie Buss replying for the Acorns. Abbott's Wanderers built on their first point a fortnight ago with the first win of the season, coming thanks to an impressive 5-2 away win over Chorley Wood Club AFC. Andy Denyer struck a hat-trick with Jordan Stanley and Max Hale also on the score sheet. Jordan Allen and Catalin Paratici replying for the home side. In the other game in that division, a single Richard McCrossan goal was enough for Rio Rovers to beat Baxworth 1-0. In the Chairman's Cup first round, two second division sides, Glen SSC, and C.F. Vajetska put out first division opposition in Forza Watford and Watford Town. Glenn, who have assembled a vastly experienced squad, which looks far too good for the division they are currently in, 
beat Forza 9-1. With Chris Blunden hitting a hat-trick and John Smith and Sam Clark netting a brace each and then Simone Armstrong and Tom Kennedy also finding the net for them. Dominic Leacock getting the Forza single consolation goal. Kasper Swarovski hit his own hat-trick as CF Fajetska beat Watford Town 4-2. Alex Bushnell getting the other goal, with Ollie and Ben Lawford scoring the town replies. In the clash between the leaders of Division 1 and 2, Watford Sports and Dome Bar, there was no upset as Sports ran out 6-2 winners. Cheshire United, who have endured a poor start to the league season in the division, came through a tie against Dunnings Bar, 5-4 on penalties after a 1-1 draw. Both of the goals coming in the first half, with Ben Bouja scoring from over 40 yards out, before a defensive error allowed James Fitzgerald to level the score. The shootout, was decided thanks to chess keeper Joe Sampson saving the second Dunning's spot kick. The three all-first division ties produced heavy away wins. Hertfordshire Eagles beat Chelfont Saints 6-1. Eagles had a dream start, taking the lead after just 30 seconds, after a long goal kick from Scott uh, sorry, from Brandon Scott, bounced over the defence to Charlie Kimpton, who set up Jack McLaughlin to head in. Within four minutes, the lead was doubled when Kimpton this time netted himself, thanks to a fine solo goal. On the hour mark, it was three when Reese Hatherall headed in an Ed Rogers free kick. Chalfont pulled a goal back before the break, thanks to Jake Roger but that only provided a temporary respite for Saints, as Eagles added a further three goals in the second half, thanks to a Glen O'Malley penalty and goals from Ed Rogers and James Hicks. Woodside also scored six as they beat AFC Hatch End 6-2. It was Hatch End who took an early lead thanks to a goal from Kareem Deccon, Harry Beaumont rounded the keeper to equalise before Luke Dolan set up Will Parkinson to score with a left-footed strike into the bottom corner before half-time. In the second half, Jamie Dunlop tapped into an open goal before Hatchin pulled a goal back from Don Baxter. But it was Will Parkinson who completed the scoring with two goals to ensure a hat-trick the final goal being a penalty. Soccer beat Langleyberry 7-1, with the game all over by half-time thanks to a 3-0 lead. Oliver Eilock scored the Langley consolation goal in the second half, with the soccer goals coming from George Kofi with a double, Stevie Dowling, Jordan Austin, Ollie Colborne, Scott Monaghan and Micah Burton. The only all-second division clash saw King George beat BBFC 5-1. Carl Davidson, Aaron Hurst, Colin Parrott and Flojom Belagu 
and an own goal for King George saw them well in front, with BB replying thanks to an Alexandru Ungaru goal. Finally, in the Dennis Jackson Intermediate Cup first round game, the Cross completed the lineup for the quarterfinals as they beat PTH United 5 1 in the only outstanding tie of the first round. Will Keddy, Connor Powell, Raph Martins, and Troy Norbert scored for the Cross, and Charles Long also added one with Jamie Burford netting the PTH goal. That's it for this week, and we look forward to being back with you next week with the details of the matches played on the 6th of November. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.